Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. The Angels are the best ever. The Guardians and the A's are for real. What about that? Let's talk some ball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. I got Jake here, Trevor here, BBD here. The old four people, four different places episode. Everybody introduce yourself and tell them where you're coming from. My name is Jimmy O'Brien. Can you hear me? A little fuzz for a second. Beavers fixed it. We got it. My name is Jimmy O'Brien, and I'm coming to you from my house in New Jersey. Trev, who are you and where are you coming from? My name is Trevor Plouffe, a.k.a. Coach Trev. I'm coming to you from Calabasas in my horse stall. Jake? Jake Ronald Storielli coming live from the anals of a warehouse in Jersey City um, next to the trophy that I was so close to yet so far from. Uh, you guys probably know me as Rocky uh, from that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to yuck it up. Talk some baseball uh, with the fellas today on a Friday. Catch up on the week. BBD hot. Uh, And we're doing a little ad. We're doing something kind of silly and fun at the warehouse later today. So uh, that'll be out in uh, July. (laughs) Yeah, what are you talking about? Relax a little bit, okay? Don't worry. BBD, your turn, bro. I'm BBD. Coming to you live from the DraftKings studios in Manhattan, and the show is brought uh, presented by SeatGeek. How about that? Little uh, note to unfold for everybody. I have a piece of paper towel hanging from my ceiling behind me, and that helps get rid of that glare that made me look like I was an angel from heaven. Huge. I miss that already. That's tech stuff. We had a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball, Trev. You were in Hawaii, and I know you were watching all of it nonstop, so I'm super excited that you're bringing us the NL, your leadoff, all show. I am batting leadoff. I got it all today. I didn't get to watch a ton of baseball. I saw some highlights. I do do a show called Baseball Today, which happens Monday through Friday. Me and C. Rose. Catch you basically have a tutor. I'm so jealous. Like you wow. have, a, you have wow. a tutor like every day. Well, it's true. Every day Rose keeps you up to date. Uh, I think I keep myself up to date. I answer some questions. I do have time. Like by the time I do this show, I've had time to, you know, go over some baseball, refine my takes a little bit. My, my, my raw takes are baseball today, mm. especially now we're doing these callers. Answering I'm not trying to knock you. I'm jealous of you. I'm saying he, he basically, he gives you prompts, you know, like, 100%. Hey, know about this Trev. And then you go do your due diligence and know about it. But I'm jealous. I want the baseball today prompts. So just put me on the email you and can, I'll be you up. You can have I'll them, but you're going to get a lot of questions like that. You don't want to answer. Like, is this guy <laughs> better than this guy? Which team? Is, I'm like, you know, let's relax a little bit. See Rose, you know, but uh, I do. I, I like it, man. I'm ready. I'm always ready to talk ball. 530 in the morning. Right now it's what time is it now? Ten o'clock. What does it matter? I was losing it. You guys were live on the AMP app. Um, and Jimmy, what closer was it? Is who's who's saves? Hater. Rec- Haters going for the Brewers oh saves record. 
That was so fantastic. It's it just showed that Chris Rose, Chris Rose loves himself some baseball. Um, he, he, hit, he hit Trev with the. You think Josh Hader's going to snag the Brewers' <laughs> uh, all-time saves record this year? And I'm just picturing Trev on the other side of the phone, like maybe, man. I, I don't yeah, know. Maybe he's obs- <laughs> But the thing is, he's obsessed with Josh Hader getting traded. He wants to talk about Josh Hader yeah. getting traded all the time. I keep up the tell. I have to tell him like, dude, this guy's like not one like a regular reliever. Like he's funky. Like Brewers are gonna keep this guy around. I'm sure of it. Wow, early Brewers talk. Yeah, JP Crawford. Hmm. Big Homer. We'll talk about that maybe later in the show. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Trev, I uh, I I kept myself up to date on the national on the American League because I'm presenting the American League today. I don't know much about the National League besides whatever came across, you know, the highlights and all that. So I'm excited to get the update from you. I'm ready. And as Jake said, you've prepped yourself on the AMP app and everybody should download the AMP app. It's uh, live audio. Basically, John Boy Media has two hours of radio every day. The first hour, 1130 Eastern is always Trev and Rose doing baseball today. You can still watch the uh, abridged version or the uh, version that you're used to on YouTube and, and listen to it on the podcast app. But if you want to join in, like Trev just said, they're taking callers. You can call in, be on the phone with Trev, be on the phone with Rose. Uh, we have a fantasy baseball show on Mondays with Jolly. We have the Joe's show. Joe's show. Paxton and co talking fun baseball stuff. Ashlyn doing... Uh, college baseball stuff on Thursdays, Fridays, uh, live right now, Rourke and Rob show. So it's a ton of stuff on Tuesdays. I do a solo show called morning and Jake and I will be on bouncing around on the app, doing reactions to stuff. So download the amp act app. I think you need a code to join. I think you can use baseball today. Yeah. You use baseball today, morning, John boy, whatever you want. They're bringing you the national league. I don't know if you're going to be able to get this in in time, Trev. Here we go. I'm going to give it my best, baby. We're going to learn together the first two series. Absolute sex in a bottle. Braves go down to L.A. The Dodgers, though, they have the answer. They take two out of three. It's 7-4 Dodgers, 3-1 Braves, and then 5-1 Dodgers in the rubber, rubber match. The Dodgers did not hit very well, and honestly, neither did the Braves. The starting pitchers for both teams were okay, but the relievers for the Dodgers were really the story here. Bellinger, our guy, we challenged him. Yelly and Belly, we said, let's go return to your former selves. Belly had four extra base hits with a homer and three RBIs. Then Freeman, kind of know what he did against his former team. Four hits, he had two home runs. No other Dodger had more than two hits. Darno had four hits with a homer. And Matt Olson also had a good series, four hits with two extra base hits. Um, Kershaw had five innings pitch, but he did give up four earned runs. Freed was a story of uh, for the Braves. He goes seven, shutty for the win in game two. He took the perfect game into the sixth. In that game, Kenley Jansen came in back in L.A. and shut Freeman down and the Braves to get that win. Gonsolin stepped in. He goes six, one-hit shutout innings after I gave him some tips at my alumni game earlier this year. Dodgers take the series two out of three. Moving on, the Giants go into Flushing, I think. 
and they lose three out of four games of four game sets. The Mets just went and took care of business. Five one, five four Mets in ten innings in the first game. Three one Mets. The Giants did win game three behind a nice Rodon start before the Mets took the fourth game six to two. Uh, the Mets did come back in game one down four to one then door hit the walk-off single in the 10th scherzer was nasty seven innings pitch with one and run in 10 k's uh, in game two webb not so hot that was a matchup we were looking at uh three earned runs and three and two thirds innings pitched great series we'll talk about that some more later mets take three out of four the phillies go into colorado the rockies they can play at home they took two out of three for them four one rockies six five rockies before the Phillies won the last game, nine to six. The offenses were great, and that is obvious. It's Colorado, baby. My guy, Johan Camargo, keeps hitting for the Phillies. Six hits with a homer and three RBIs. Schwarber hits two ding-dongs and six different Phillies recorded three hits and eight record multiple hits, okay? Charlie Blackman had to go ahead home run in game six, and the sixth inning of game one. Cool goes six shutout innings for the win, and Nola goes five and a third and two and allows two earned runs that's game one crone had to go ahead three run homer in game two uh freeland signs the massive extension we'll talk about that uh rockies take two out of three from the phillies here's one you guys like you like sweeps the padres sweep the reds it was all padres four one six two six zero Padres starting pitching has been nasty. Manaya goes six innings pitched, one and run for the win in game one. Machado had the two-run homer. Musgrove goes six and a third, two and runs for the win in game two. And that was where we had the Voight thing. Fam challenged Voight to a fight at a Muay Thai uh, camp. I don't even know what you call that. A gym. That's what I'm looking for. And Mackenzie Gore looks nasty. Five shutout innings for his first big win in game three. Padres sweep. Moving on, Cardinals go into Miami, take two out of three. I can't hear the music, so let me know if I go wrong. 5-1 Cardinals, 2-0 Cardinals before the Marlins win game three, five to nothing. Wainwright goes five and two-thirds innings pitched in game one, only giving up one run. Arenado had a two-run homer in the ninth inning of game two. Alcantara had gone eight shutout innings before that. Mike List those five shutout innings, and then Pablo Lopez. These guys can pitch. The fish with arms, seven innings pitched, zero earned runs game three but the cardinals do take two out of three from the marlins pirates go into milwaukee guess what happened we all know brewers swept six one five two four two brewers good pirates bad brewers winning the world series this year we'll get into that a little bit more later and then finally the d-backs jake snakes go up into our nation's capital and what do they do? They split the series. It was a four-game set. Nationals win the first two games. Diamondbacks win the second two games. It was 6-1 Nationals, 1-0 Nationals. Before the D-backs, Bats came out to play. 11-2, they win game three. 4-3, game four. What else we need to talk about from that except they split. They split. That's, it. that's what happened in the NL, guys. I freaking crushed that. Holy shit. Great job, Trev. Great job. Thank you. I'm feeling myself today. I mm. love that. Jake, did uh, anything stand out to you? Uh, call me crazy. I got to jump out west. Uh, they say go west, young man. And we've got an early, an early best division in baseball going on. Um our Giants, who we love and rant and rave about, uh, they are currently the fourth place Giants at eight and five 
Um, that would have you in first place in any of the AL divisions. Uh, so I don't know. I'll, I'll let you guys pick the team. I locked in on the division. My rocks are doing it. Uh, Giants got punched in the mouth. Padres swept the Reds. And here are the Dodgers in at nine and three. So, Jim, I got the NL West locked in. You tell me what team you need to talk about. In the NL West? Yes, sir. Dodgers. Okay. Want to hear all about what they're doing. They beat up on the Braves. I, I talked to Rude. our girl. I talked to our girl Ashland about it on AMP. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, Dodgers back at it. Braves a little bit of a chunky start now. Uh, I mentioned a cup, an episode or two episodes ago that Braves fans were like, well, you know, Olsen's hitting Marcel's back. He looks solid. They've got some black holes in their lineup in Atlanta right now. Dansby's really struggling. A Dick, Alex Dickerson, um, and a couple other guys. Meanwhile, uh, your Los Angeles Dodgers and their video game team. Um, Freddie Freeman, welcome to LA. 333, 400, and 921 OPS. Mookie Betts and Turner aren't hitting yet, but guess what? That guy we almost rid off and thought they wouldn't give a qualifying offer to, Cody Bellinger with an 889 OPS. Um, and by the way, they got a bunch of dudes that still pitch too. So, yeah, they're nasty. They're, they're so you. good. They're so good. And the Braves are going to get that little uh, jolt they need because uh, our boy Ronald Acuna is coming back really soon. Uh, what's Ashlyn feeling about Dansby? How, how she feel about him right now? Not good, the, right? A lot of words I can't say on this particular program. Um, damn. Trying to motivate uh, our guy Dansby. But, yeah, he's a contract year, tough start to the season, which we uh, – we don't like that. We don't like that. I think we need to talk about this the Mets Giants series. And this is, I hate statement wins, but dude, the Giants come into town 107 game winners. They were a great start to the season as well. They got the pitching and, the, and for the Mets to just kind of take care of business three out of four. And the only hiccup was against Rodon, who was filthy. Like, this is. This is a fun Mets team. And we, we knew that it had the chance to really uh, be that way. And I think what we talked about was all these different people coming together. Would it, would it work? And it has. Eddie Escobar just going gangbusters. Chris Rose made a really good point about Lindor um, today. He said, you know, he's in Cleveland. He's the face of the franchise, Mr. Smile, whatever they call them. Um and then you go to the Mets and nobody cares about you like they care about you where you came from. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have that goodwill built up in New York, gets off to kind of a weird start. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on. Um, so not so comfortable. And I think this year, maybe he settled down a little bit. Certainly looks like on the field, he's, he's settled in. So um, this Mets team has been so fun to watch, dude. The Giants beating them three out of four. That's that's no uh, small task. Yeah, the Mets. Uh, I believe in talent. I believe in Buck Showalter, and like uh, you know, it's not like it's breaking a curse or something like that. But the Mets needed a change of juju, and Buck Showalter was that. 
also Scherzer. And with Lindor, the big thing for me, and I, I don't know if I'm going to ever actually research it because it's a weird – if you're a good hitter, you stay on a team. And if you stay on a team, you stay on division. And if you stay in division, you see a lot of the same pitchers more. Frankie Lindor switched leagues. He went from the AL Central where he'd been – to the NL East and you're learning a new league and you're at a lot of new stadiums and a lot of new pitchers. Now you're seeing him again. There's pressure, the whole rat raccoon thing. He got off to as bad of a start as he could. Um, that, yeah, man, like, you know, that there's a reason this guy, did he get 300 mil? I think so. I'm, yeah, I mean, that, that was a big one. You don't just hand that out. <laughs> you know, he, he plays really good defense at short, but you got to do a lot more, and he he can do that. His numbers were looking a little funky between the Mets and the 60-game season. Um, but, you know, there was a really slow start with the Mets. I think they're more settled in as a team. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Frankie uh, Frankie's a special ball player. Oh, man. It's $340 million that he's got. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's going to. And he's going to end up uh, when it's all said and done in 2031, he'll be done playing <clears throat> or at least done with this contract. He'll have made $392 million. Fuck. Not bad. We that's got anything. Miggy, that's well, Miggy. I was looking this up. Miguel Cabrera. Well, just eclipse because he has another year left next year making 31 million or something like that it gets him to like exactly 400 million dollars like 400 million and like four thousand or something like that so he's almost miguel cabrera paid which is wow i didn't know that i didn't know what do you get what do you guys think lindor will end up having in his basement He's like a shoes guy, I feel like. Probably like a bunch of shoes. Why do people like so much shoes? Like, what do you, you just like put them in your room for nothing and look at them? I don't understand that. Shag carpet. Like shoes. He's got real tall carpet. Ooh. Remember, he's playing in New York now. He's going to be influenced by New Yorkers. So what, I mean, what a, like some fine art probably like he's gonna have some real nice art that like really is stupid looking but he paid a lot for it i bet he has some some of that maybe like his own jewelry store like in his basement that'd be nice hey i uh i did a lot of research yeah this episode for my award and uh i can't help but just they're just they're just gonna leak out of me uh, as we go, because I got so many tidbits, I might compile them into a video for like something else after. Just want to let you know, Dodgers, least amount of bunt attempts in MLB so far this year. Okay, that makes sense. Least. Mets, most amount of, most amount of bunt attempts this year. Mets, I like it. More bunt attempts in the first two weeks of the season this year than last year when they had pitchers hit. Only team. Only team in the NL to go up. Buck Showalter effect. You know what I'm saying? The Buck Old effect. Old school guy. We're going to win. Here. Go Mets. Way to go. Psych. Go Dodgers, Giants go. also went up, but but not as crazy as the Mets. You want to talk about those Padres sweeping them Reds? I know the Reds might be like, and I, I'll talk about the Padres, but the Reds may be like, eh. 
blah, 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 blah. And I like Votto. I like, you know, India. We got some friends on the Reds, but no, I, I nothing against the Padres, but no, Reds. I mean, there was some stuff to happen. We got we talked about the Voight stuff and Tommy Pham. <laughs> like, it's pretty funny. I, no, we we can we should talk about that. Jimmy's not wrong, unfortunately. And I, I had some Reds fans reaching out. Um, they're in a very dangerous spot. You trade away some of your good ball players, and you get out to this start. You know, we like talking about your team, but. <laughs> I don't know, Cincy. A lot of teams are now circling the Cincinnati Reds and saying they've got a sweep. Um, I will say uh, uh, Padres, uh, the the quality starts keep coming in, which, again, as a Yankee fan, I am super jealous uh, of that because the Yankees don't do that. Monty got them their first quality start, but they have uh, eight quality starts this season. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the, the Voigt slide, uh, I mean, I'll kick it to you guys. Luke Voigt's a big boy, not necessarily a great base runner. Him bringing the arms up like that. Didn't love that, but it was kind of self-defense. Uh, and Tommy fam going, going to, going to Tommy fam, right? Tommy fam going to Tommy fam. I, I kind of like that. He just came out and said that because, you know, maybe it'll happen like that one day that could like. <laughs> maybe happen that ha- like that's going on in our sports world right now people fight for no reason in front of people for money so we'll see if that actually goes down i didn't have a problem with the slide to be honest with you uh it's it's very difficult and tommy fam should kind of know this as a runner you get put into a position where you kind of have to change your direction last minute yeah guys kind of te- uh who was it was it uh stevenson he goes up to tag pretty high like and when a catcher is going up to tag like your face, I mean, what if anyone's coming at your face, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to put your arms up. Now, he did come down with them, like a little bit of a judo chop on the glove there. But I think that's also instinctual. Like he's trying to tag you. You're trying to knock the ball out a little bit. Remember, like most most ball players came up uh, throughout their youth and amateur ball and, and through even through the minor leagues with being able to go after the catcher. This is a, this is a a semi new rule about having to, you know, get out of the way and, you know, we're not letting anybody go into bases hard anymore. So I think it's just kind of ingrained in, in some runners and eventually it'll be gone because you don't, won't do it at any level, but I, I didn't really have a problem with it. And I, I think it's interesting that Tommy fan went after him. he's going, he's protecting his teammates. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, did Voight give a response to the fight uh, question? I don't know. I, I didn't see. know that. I didn't. I, I didn't see those Tommy Fam quotes. I saw the slide. I talked to Jake about it. I didn't know it was a thing. I'm a, li- a little flabbergasted. I guess I should have been in more in the know. Like that slide's fine. It's awkward hand position. But Voigt didn't mean to like suit like wrestle drop his head. That's just where his head ended up. I don't know. I. I'm confused that people think that's a dirty slide. That's just an unfortunate co- like collision with his arms and his head. I, I, I think mean, it, watch a dirty slide and then watch that. And I think you'll be realize that's not a dirty slide. It, it's a, it's a little bit that I know we can't, I can't start using this for everything, but you know, in today's internet, you know, both sides can be kind of right. Like, 
I don't hate Tommy Pham sticking up for his guy. I mean, Tommy Pham kind of takes it to another level, but that's like who he is. <laughs> um, so like there's, there's that aspect of it. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if 255 pound Luke Voigt came barreling into my catcher, double forearms, I don't love it, but he's trying to make a baseball play. <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not trying to give out a forearm shiver, but it's, it's kind of how the play happens. So it, yeah. And the catcher like dives his head back into, I don't know. I have no problem with that play. Um, and reds be better. Yeah. C Rose was pointing out to me on uh, this morning about the Reds. In my mind, I'm like, dude, they're still like they have some good players there, and like they could be good if they just didn't do a few things. And then I looked at their roster. I'm like, that's not a good roster. They have some. They have a few <laughs> names like India's come up and done his thing. Hunter Green's come and done their thing. So those are the two young guys. They have a Stevenson there as well. Uh, but the rest is kind of just mix and match. I love Joey Votto to death. Is he gonna stop doing TikToks? Because they're losing. I hope he doesn't. I'm, I'm curious. To did you see, see what he did last night? Yeah, dude, he's still going off. And they're getting their butts kicked. And I think eventually, like, that might, like, stop him, even though it shouldn't. That's just kind of the way the world works. Just lose steam. I didn't do this at the, at the, at the as soon as Trev was done. But the Mets are in first place. The Cardinals are in first place. And the Dodgers are in first place. For some reason, the Brewers are bolded as well. But, yeah. I don't know why they're not tied for the division. They are. Uh, the, well, the Cardinals are technically in first place. If you go by a winning percentage. Yeah. Which we need to talk about. We should move on. Talk about the Cardinals. They took uh, two out of three against a really good pitching Miami Marlins team. And they, I don't, the Cardinals just do it year in and year out. How come they don't get the same respect as like uh, the Rays or something like that? Where we're like, they're always just kind of in it. And we don't really know how, like, I, I know how, like the roster is pretty damn good here, but it seems like they just continuously figure out ways to supplement and, and be good. Can I tell you? Because yes. Cardinals have fans that talk about themselves, which then turns other fan bases off from talking about the Cardinals. The Rays are like everybody's darling for a while because they're like, look at them Rays, how cute. They're doing it, being smart. If the Rays fandom was as loud as the Yankees or Cardinals, people would hate the Rays and not talk about them. Like so they have saying, enough people doing their own bidding for them. Okay. That's my I'm talking about pure baseball here. I'm not really talking about the fan. Like, I, I feel like when I look at the Cardinals every single year before the year, I'm like, eh, like we'll see if they can get it done. And they do. They're always going to get it done. Does that end I with mean, Yachty and Wainwright go going? I don't know. Balls, in, in theory, the, the Cardinals are kind of a model baseball franchise. They've got the veterans. They've got Wayno and Yachty that have been there forever. We like that in baseball. Um, every year, it seems like they're giving a couple young guys a shot. I mean, we like that about baseball, whether you're talking about their young outfielder or even going from a guy like Colton to Tommy Edmond. And they do make the big moves. Like, they got Paul Goldschmidt. They got Nolan Arenado, like, you know, in, in a way, they encompass what we would want every baseball team to try to do. And they're, dude, they're they're a really good organization. Like St. Louis Cardinals, Atlanta Braves, um, they're really well-run organizations. Like, go go look at twenty years of their baseball history, and it's it's a good team. 
Yachty could use a couple hits. Two bagger. Hmm. And no, you've seen his, in, his numbers start of the season. They ain't great. Any Cardinals fans in the chat? Can you tell me what they're? Are they really trying to make Hicks a starter, or what? Like, what's the the pitch count? Is is that something that he's working up right now? I need to know because. I know they well, talked about him being a starter. He started the game. He went 46 pitches or something like that. Is Are they just working him up to uh, higher pitch counts? So I had I had read that, and this was in spring training. It was, I think, had to be an athletic article. I read a lot of athletic articles. That they think that if they stretch him out, Trev, he won't hurt himself. And he won't try to throw 104 every single pitch. And he'll have to learn how to, like, like, you know, governor himself. What and was he, what was he at yesterday? Can we look that up? Like, what was he averaging? Is that like a savant thing we can look up? Yeah, I can look that up. So, yeah, I think um, I'm getting in the box score now. And we actually caught a little bit of this game at the office. Um, he got into a little bit of trouble uh, early on. So, so maybe there's some pitch count per inning. There's, there's a potential like double play ball that ended up getting no out. So, um I mean, I think their plan is to stretch this cat out. A lot of people are saying they're just kind of being a placeholder until Jay Flair comes back. I texted Jack this morning. He hasn't got back to me. What the heck is going on, Jack? Wow. Um, I'm interested to see. The guy's electric. So, uh, Yesterday, his four-seam fastball sat at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> the governor Soft. didn't work. <laughs> Dude. Is force okay? Sorry, he threw one of them, so maybe there's like scratching that. He threw one four seam fastball according to the baseball spot, and that was 100 miles per hour. That's different than sitting. Um, it's definitely different. Okay, so he threw uh, this, this is much better, much better. He threw 27 sinkers and he averaged 99.6 miles per hour. Oh, perfect. So he's really <laughs> dialing it back a little bit. <laughs> and this. This was his this was his first official start. So he went 27 pitches, 35 pitches, 46 pitches and his first start. So they're building him up. Cardinals going Cardinal. I'm going to start that setting right there. Hmm. Raising on Ray, Cardinals going Cardinal. Speaking of people going to do what they do, brew, brew crew going to brew crew, especially against the Pirates. Yeah. We love sweeps here. Three game sweep. Brewers back. People were like in my comments on my Twitter, tell me how dumb I was because the the Brewers lost like two games to start the year. Don't bump your chest over a Pirates sweep, though. I'm with you, but I'm just saying you can't use this as the next level because Pirates are a team that you have to sweep if you're the Brewers. I mean, yeah, you have to. That's a, a good team does do this. A mediocre team takes two out of three. There or, you, you know, maybe even lose the series. But they they did it. You're right, James. They did. They took care of business when they needed to. And that pitching was on full display. Those guys are fucking filthy, dude. Corbin Burns is, is something else. There was, there was a I think, a pitched in layover of, like, a, like a cutter and, like, a changeup or something at 90 miles an hour. And, like, they came out and they just went completely two different directions. And as a hitter, you're just – scratching your head pitches pitches really don't mean anything anymore they don't like all these cutters are just sliders from five years ago but they throw them 95 now yeah 
that was the problem, bro. Like I can take a slider if it's 88, <laughs> 86 to 88. But when you start throwing a slider 90 and above, what are you going to do? Or class A, throwing it a hunch. Not, not in the Blitzball semifinals. Um, Jimmy, I've got something that's going to make you a little horny. That was like 40 miles an hour, bro. <laughs> Under the hitting <laughs> speed. Yep. Um, what, what, what you got? Because we got to go know, to AL. I normally don't try to hype you up. I am looking at a team schedule. Mm, who's a big week is coming up for my Colorado Rockies. So they've Let won every they've won every series so far this year. Then they they're going to play the Pirates and the Reds. No. OK. They have a road trip. They're going to Detroit and Philly. You're going to lose. They won. They just beat Philly in a series. Interested to see how they handle this road trip. If they can survive this road trip or have a winning road trip, Cincinnati, Washington, and Arizona. So if the Rockies survive this road trip, they are going to be in the mix until early to mid-May, which that's a formula to stay involved in the baseball season. I mean, you say survive the road trip. It's the Tigers and the Phillies. So the Phillies are in last place, and Tigers are they both have losing records. Well, that's what I'm saying, Jimmy. Then we could head up into the excitement territory if they continue to play this brand of baseball. This is we had a very similar conversation this time last year about a San Francisco Giants team. So I'm not saying I'm there, but we weren't not you guys weren't there about the Giants either. So let's see what the Rockies got. I'm saying that Kelsey Wingert's Rockies should be eyeing the next two series, same as the ones that follow that. And they, they may be, Jim, but it's an MLB road trip. You know, me and Trev, we were on those. They they wear on you. Let's get it back to course. No, Detroit's a stay in the hotel city. That means they're going to remain focused. No, it's not. Trev always defends Detroit. Well, you don't stay in the city. You stay in Birmingham, and it is chill. You're not, you're not getting crazy there. You could go over. There's one place that serves some Pappy Van Winkle, and I've had some late nights there. But uh, yeah. I've been to Detroit. Head. Got relatives in Michigan. Mm. I love I love Michigan. It's beautiful. I got a really good story to tell you guys after the show about okay. Michigan. Time you made out that dog got, in Michigan. We got one Let's more do- series. We got we got to go through D backs nationals. We got to talk a little bit about them. It's your snakes, Jake. Okay. Fun series. Fun escape trouble last night. Tori Lavello um, intentionally walks Soto, gets two infield pop ups, I believe. Then the next inning, Trev. There was two on and uh, base open, but Melanson hits the dude. So now Soto's up with the bases loaded one run game. They intentionally walked him to load the bases in the eighth. Now he's up in the ninth with the bases loaded and they got out of it. I saw Bumgarner hit him and apologize. That's very unlike Bumgarner to do that. Maybe he just really respects Juan Soto. I, I'd assume that's maybe one of the only guys he would say sorry to, right? I do. It's like the ultimate respect. Like if he hit me, he just would keep going. He wouldn't even fucking look at me. Maybe, maybe it's a sign that he ain't Bumgarner anymore. No. You get wise over time. You get wise over time. You know, I'm a huge advocate. If you're a pitcher and you come up top, give a little, hey, that's in my bet. That's all it is. We're playing a game, people. Yeah, I think it's nice to say, hey, I didn't mean to hit you. Sorry. 
I, I would appreciate I'd appreciate that. I don't think it's soft at all to be like, my bad, dog. Not my intention. Driving and that even, bus. If you're a pitcher, you have to realize a hitter is going to react like it's not going to be his finest moment. He just got hit and it hurts. So, like, he's not thinking clearly. So, sometimes you might, like, say something or stare the wrong way, but it's really not meant to the pitcher. It's just like, fuck, it hurts. Hurts. You guys want to hear about the AL? Yes. Need it. I've been dying to tell you about it for a while now. The Blue Jays went into Fenway and lost sandwich series. They lost game one. Kikuchi pitches well for the Blue Jays, but the Red Sox win on a go-ahead sack fly in the seventh after a throwing error by Flo Bichette, his second throwing error of the game. Kikuchi had a good game. In game two, the Jays scored five runs off Pavetta in the second inning. Barrios. Had a great game. Six innings pitch, one earned run. Even though, Trev, I will look through the data, he had a runner on before recording the second out in all six innings, and the Red Sox never capitalized. So the first or second hitter got on base every inning. In game three, Gossman pitched and was fantastic. Oh, it says the Red Sox won game three, but the Blue Jays won game three. The Red Sox almost came back to tie game three. They got two off Romano in the ninth. They had the tying run on third with less than two outs. They could not get him across. The Blue Jays won the series. My apologies. I said it wrong at the top. The Angels and the Astros played three games in Houston. The Astros took game one. They got to Lorenzen on the Angels. Garcia pitched well enough. I guess the Astros starting pitchers were awful this series, mostly because of our dude Ordorizzi's start. Uh, in game three, Angels win game two, Angels win game three. Angels are also a bunt factory. They lead the AL in bunts so far. The Angels get timely hitting, they get pitching. Otani takes a perfect game into the sixth inning. Framber gets lit up, Odorizzi gets lit up. Not fun for those guys because we like them. The Yankees and Tigers played three games in Detroit. Miggy Cabs got Closer and closer and as close as you can get to 3,000 hits, but did not get the 3,000 hit. He sits at 2,999. The Yankees walked him in his last at-bat because they were down one run, and it was the better move to make. Five Yankees relievers went seven innings in game one after Cole could not pitch because it was cold and the ball was slipping. Yankees won the first two games. Tigers win the last. The White Sox and Guardians played, and the Guardians swept the White Sox. Defense absolutely abandoned Keiko in game one, and he gave up a lot of hits as well. Uh, McKenzie pitches really good in game two. Plesak pitched really well in game three, and the Guardians sweep White Sox. Twins and Royals. Royals took two out of three from Trevor's Twins. Royals won game one, Royals won game two. The Twins win game three, one to nothing. Joe Ryan, who's had a really good season, and I was watching the Nesson broadcast of his game against the Red Sox last weekend, and the Nesson announcers were just, like, marveling at Joe Ryan and another pitcher in the Twins bullpen that I can't remember right now. Duran. Uh, Roy- Who? Probably Duran. Yeah, Un- yes. Duran, yeah. The Rangers took two out of three. Uh, the Mariners took two out of three from the Rangers. Rangers are not hitting the ball at all right now, nor are they really pitching. Mariners doing well. 
Robbie Ray, six innings pitch, two earned runs in game one. Marco Gonzalez, not a good start. Hearn gives up five earned runs. Come on, Herney. Rangers score two in the top of the ninth to win game three and not get swept. The A's are also rolling. They take three out of four from the Orioles. A nice color bash here. Montes didn't get traded. Six innings pitched, one earned run in game one. Lyle shutout. Blackburn win. Orioles lose. A's win. That's about it. The standings are funky right now in the AL. Not really in the East. You have the Blue Jays winning. That's what a lot of people predicted. You have the Yankees and the Rays tied and the Red Sox fourth. That's kind of how DraftKings actually had it. The Central, though, you have the Guardians in first place. White Sox are 500. Twins are in last place. And then in the West, the Angels are in first place. The A's are in second. And uh, the Astros are 500. So I want to start with the Angels. I think they kind of deserve it and they're fun uh they're bunting like crazy like utilizing wade and vasquez uh, and velasquez uh were they on the yankees they were and they weren't being utilized in that fashion so i'm a bit jealous uh and also they're like on a heater ever since madden intentionally walked them which i like that they like that like angels fans like saying like hey ever since then it's like, well, I don't cause ace in correlation, something like that. But they're playing yeah. well. Otani's fun to watch. Great start out of him because he's going for that Cy Young, like I've been trying to tell everyone. Got some work to do. It's going to be fun to watch them. I mean, I'm not the biggest believer in the Angels. You guys all know that. Um, I still think there's some really good teams out there that will catch up to them. But it's fun to see them get out to a good start watching Trout and Otani on the same field has been crazy. Otani is just – we said, what can you do to, like, up yourself? Well, how about almost throwing a perfect game? Like, he, this guy has just come out and done it on both sides of the wall. I saw some crazy stat where he, like, leads the league in, like, plate appearances, something else offensively, and then a bunch of stats pitching-wise. Like, he's really, like, becoming elite on, on both sides of the ball. If he wasn't already, I guess, last year, like, he's, he's one-upping himself, which is crazy to see. Just – it's just must watch. He's he is by far the most must watch player in baseball right now. And I don't think it's even close. He's got some support around him. Some of these young guys doing the damn thing who we've been hearing about forever from Angels fans. You got the, the Marshes and, and Walsh has kind of established himself a little bit already. Um, if I was MLB employee number important, I'd make every game that Otani starts and hits free and make it the free game of the day on MLB TV. I know that the way that MLB thinks about it is like, well, that's the stuff that they should pay for. Cause it's so good. Like, like if they're not going to pay for that, they're not going to pay for anything, but I'd use it as a marketing tool and say like, Hey, every game, M- oh, time. Ah, they're probably going to miss out on so much money from Japan. Then though, it's like a huge market. Okay. I got to, I got to crunch the numbers. All right. We'll be back with yeah. our baseball business podcast in a little bit um halos like you guys hit on um you know it's never usually the hit and right uh and they're getting a little bit of pitching uh sandoval he's been doing it cinder lorenzen had a good outing um 
you know, Shohei's results aren't what uh, <laughs> 14.1 innings pitch, 26 Ks. He's a nut job. You might hear more about him. And uh, hey, how about that back of the bullpen? Aaron Loop hasn't given up an earned run yet. Uh, our guy Reisel has only given up one. There's a formula for the Halos. It's part of the reason I went all in on their Kool-Aid. And a guy like Brandon Marsh, who's off to a great start, 941 OPS. If one of those guys, whether it's Brandon Marsh or Taylor Ward, Joe Adele, uh, never mind the contribution they're getting from my doppelganger, Tyler Wade, uh, it really would have brought this, this offense to another level from where they've been at. Um, and, you know, if Tony Rendon, if, if he starts going like, uh, hey, it's obviously still early, but uh, liking the returns uh, from those halos. What have they done? One, five of their last six. Keep it going. They got Baltimore coming in. Let's go. Yeah, Otani had that one rough start against Texas. Is obviously right. inflating his numbers early on. But yeah, he's been striking people out in an incredible clip. So fun to watch these guys, dude. I like it. I still think the Astros are the class of the AOS, but hey, Nate Steele's telling me I got to believe, so maybe I'll start to believe. I don't know. I probably won't. I probably won't. Start to believe. Where are we going next? Where are we drawing? Well, I want to ask you about the Miguel Cabrera thing. I know we we kind of avoid the Yankees, um, and we did talk a lot about Miggy. You gave him an award yesterday, and um, we got to go. I got to go to the warehouse, so I whatever can you give me your quick thoughts trev like i don't know if you saw what jake and i said um we said everyone is right and tom house who i love we need to like get tom house involved somewhere he's awesome he listens to us and uh, promotes us a lot he agreed with us like yankees had to walk in there it was the better move in a close game to win the game and then the detroit fans had to boo yep i'd be pissed if i was a detroit tiger fan you're there uh, eighth inning chance for him to drive in a few runs while he gets his 3000 hit. Um, and then he gets walked. I, I, I get it. I, I totally get being mad as a, as a Tigers fan. You guys are right. Both sides are correct. If Aaron Boone doesn't walk him, he gets blown up in the media, especially if he gets a hit. He's sick of getting questioned about his managerial decisions. Like if he just didn't walk him here when he, like he had the matchup that he wanted, like he would have to answer those questions. It would be bad. So yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I get it from a fan's perspective, but I think anyone that's really like understands the game of baseball is like, okay, Aaron Boone had to do that. Bad luck for us. But I started to come on, get on this take, which I'd never even really thought about before, but you know how I get with pitchers. Imagine if a hitter just didn't want to face a pitcher. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to take this about just, I'll just go to first base or something like this. It's insane that a pitcher could intentionally walk someone or like they should have to, and throw to you like now that i'm thinking about it it's crazy to me that if, if a pitcher has a bad matchup and he's too scared to face a guy he can just go like this nah take your base dude you don't even get a chance against me i'm not even you're in an advantageous position now nah, i'm not going to give you a chance tell you what trev Stop, dude jake and i are going to the warehouse we're doing some cricket stuff you'd love t20 cricket okay there's no out the bowler has love to throw that. six balls to the batter and if he throws one that's considered a ball, it's a run, and he has to redo that throw. So it's like there's no out. There's no escaping. He's, all right, I got to throw these. He that, can get as dude. many runs as I want. You would, you would be a fan of the format there. But, 
But yeah, Miggy had Miggy had beat them uh, with ground balls the series to get to within one, and the Tigers had let the Yankees know that when he gets three thousand, they're pausing the game for a yeah. ceremony, and the pitcher can go below and stay loose. Okay, so now he gets a hit. It's suddenly, uh, you know, a one uh, a two run game in the eighth inning, and you got a reliever out there, and that's like secondary. First is they wanted to get to the lefty and they induced soft contact, but it dropped in. So if I'm a Detroit fan that paid money to go to that game, probably skip my job day game. I'm booing my gourd off. Jimmy already heard me say that. Like I I would be going nuts. Like Detroit fans. You're absolutely right. Uh, Yankees. Aaron Boone made the right move. That was the right decision. Trev, an incredible point by you. Uh, other sports, basketball has all become about finding the mismatch. Um, you know, if smaller guards are finding their way out of the league, because if you can't switch and hang, you're done. Same with bigs. In football, how often do you see if the wide receivers got a linebacker? They're going to him. They got the matchup. They won the war. Baseball, whoa. Righty <laughs> versus lefty? No Thank you. Um, (laughs) It's a little soft. So not sure we're smart enough to come up with a solution. Maybe a good midweek get, but um, don't get me wrong. I, from entertainment value, not great, Bob. Maybe like a limit on like the amount of times you can do it in a series or something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Then we're just going to, then we're just going to be bouncing pitches on purpose, which is all sorts of fun. Anyways. Also soft. It unintentionally, intentionally walking someone is softer than intentionally walking someone. About Joe Madden, softest guy in the world. Anyway, um, I want to talk about the Blue Jays. I know they won this series against the Red Sox, but for an offense that's supposed to be um, one of the best in the league and explosive, every time I check their box scores, they're being limited in runs. And then I check their stat pages and they're hitting like the guys are hitting. So I was like, okay. This has to be a runners in scoring position team, which is a lot of teams around baseball. I went, uh, Trev, and looked at it. The Toronto Blue Jays have a 120 plate appearances with a runner in scoring position. 120, that puts them at middle of the pack, uh, 14th, tied for 14th most plate appearances with runners in scoring position. You're getting guys on an average clip. Guess how many extra base hits they have with a runner in scoring position? Out of 120 plate appearances. Looks like you have your hand up, Jake, but I can only see a side of your finger. Two. Two. Trev, do you have a guess? I said 10. Oh, four. Three homers and one double. That's the same as the Reds, so it's second worst. So that's got to be frustrating if you're a Blue Jays fan. It's yeah, it's a weird thing because they're leading the league in home runs. They have 16. Um, you know, their team on base retention is 315, which is kind of like middle of the pack, and OPS is kind of middle of the pack as well. So, well, yeah, look at their like interesting. If you look at their individual players, they're going off. Like they they got not going off, but you know, Zach Collins is is helped them win this series. And so has Tapia and they traded for both those guys and they helped win against the Red Sox. You know, Gurriel juniors, his numbers look fine. Chapman looks fine right now. 
Um, as far as like average OBP, like slugging, you got Vladdy going off. This is crazy. Runners in scoring position. It'll get you. Jim, can I get you a little horny? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Been there all week. Jays are going Houston, Boston, Houston. Holy smokes. That's going to be electric. Well, they just beat Boston. They and just Houston, beat Boston two out of Houston's three. Houston's not looking great, but it's still tough tough to play in Houston. In Houston, yeah. and they see Daddy Verlander tonight. We can't make any assumptions on any teams just yet. It's just still too early in the season. Like Things are going to come back to life. I think we'll probably see an onslaught of Blue Jays runs here coming soon. Um, someone in the chat said way too many solo home runs. Eventually, there'll be some guys on base for that. Uh, what do we got? What are what are the standings in that that East? Blue Jays are in first, so it's really it hasn't been a major problem. The Guardians are have the most hits with runners in scoring position. So if you are a Cleveland Guardians fan, you're not allowed to talk anything about runners in scoring position. Your team's been fantastic. Three hundred batting average and 154 plate appearances with runners in scoring position. Good for them. And they're leading the league in runs. They're second in OPS, second in average. This Guardians team that Poppy Gordo was very tough on uh, before the season. Quan is still going nut job. Mild flaws. It looks like Miles Straw got rid of him. He's playing great. Um, so, like, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the bottom comes out for this Guardians offense, at least. We all kind of believe in Guardians pitching. Their offense has been going nuts. They sweep the big, bad White Sox, sending a little shot across the bow. Um, they head to the stadium this weekend. That's scary. Um, but, I mean, the Guardians, w- what a start, man. Yeah, they've been they've been really good. C-Rose is happy about it. I think everyone's a little guarded. Guardians fans are guarded. I like that. That's nice. I just – I didn't mean to say that. Uh, it's a big test for them coming up in New York. I, I I think the bats will come down to life, but they do have the pitching. Like the pitching is there starting pitching and the bullpen, like they can do it. So if the offense can just stay average, this is a completely different type of thing we're talking about here. I don't know what we gave the over under on for Cleveland. Uh, I took the over. I think we might've all went over actually, because we looked at the pitching staff and it was probably pretty low, but they have to have, some offense that's i think that's what we said you got to have some offense to go along with this pitching and fucking they answered the bell so far i want to talk about the red Sox a little bit i talked about my the one guy the x factor for the red Sox was going to be a pavetta because then you could you know talk about their starting rotation having decent depth hasn't happened so far for them uh with pavetta uh, three starts pitching to a 10 a 10 ERA, nine walks in 11 innings. That's not going to get it done right there. I want to go look at his numbers a little bit because either he was – what? do you know what date? Are you looking what date did he start against them? Oh, I think I have it here. Is the, I'll get it up. It was the he second pitched, game. Yeah. 20th? I had it. He pitched uh, the 20th. Yep, 420. It's probably high. Yeah. So, I mean, in the playoffs last year, or was it the year before? I forget. Pavetta's curveball was just like nuts. The blitz ball, like sharp thing. Okay. He's tipping or just not, or his curve is just 
he he generated not a lot of swings and misses on that curveball. And I watched the highlights and the and the Blue Jays were just kind of like ripping it into left. I mean, yeah, he's given up four and runs, four and runs, five and runs, and just the strikeouts aren't there. The walks are there. It's 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 a bad combination for him right now. Yes. So maybe he is tipping. I'll go, I'll go give it a look today. When I get some time, I'll go give it a look and I'll sell it to the Red Sox if I find something for like, I don't know. How much do you think they buy that for? Mm. I don't know. I know the guy. I know a guy whose job it is just to find that shit for other teams. They all have them now. They're not as good as me, though. Mm-mm. Interested to see on Pavetta. I mean, he obviously had the playout break, playoff breakout. He's also a career 5-2-6 ERA guy uh, who faced the Blue Jays, uh, Minnesota, and the Yanks. Like, I don't know. Yankee guy Jake here. Maybe Pavetta is tipping and struggling. He's not a, obviously a 10 ERA pitcher, but he was one of the big risks slash pivot points for the Sox season. Some people think like saying that the guy's tipping is a, is like a, like maybe we rushed into that. I really have no evidence. I just. He just could saying. be, he could not be. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got an 857 slugging on the curveball so far this year. And that's kind of what I saw from the Blue Jays highlights. I watched is they were just sitting on it and just fucking roping it. But Red Sox maybe fans making a point that he settled down. He had a rough ending, then he settled down for five. I mean, that's good. You want to see that. Can I? Bo Bichette had two errors at shortstop uh, for the Blue Jays in that Red Sox game. But more importantly, dude, Tim Anderson and the White Sox just absolutely booted balls on Keuchel. Keuchel gave up a lot of hits. First batter of the game, error on Anderson. Next batter, I don't know who was playing third for them. It was a name that's not like instilled in my brain that much. Error Jake something, maybe? Jake Berger. Yeah. What a name. He makes an error. So the first two balls, you got two on that are errors. The next ball could maybe be a double play ball, and it hits the runner to just get one out, uh, the guy running. And then he gets out of that inning. The next inning, the first ball, Anderson error again. So uh, after that, it's an onslaught of hits, and everyone, uh, Keiko gave up a ton of hits. But uh, Sox had seven errors in three games, which I'm reading in the chat from X edits right now. Thanks for the note. Chat helps us out. You guys know more than us. Forgot to tell you. 100%. Uh, what's next? You guys want to talk about my Twinkies or you want to talk about the Mariners? Because people in the chat are pissed that we haven't mentioned them. They're coming, people. Uh, just tell me what's going on with the Twins real quick. Like, are, twins, are we worried? The offense has been, has been brutal. That's essentially what's going on. You know, they've had some really good pitching performances. My fucking guy, Joe Ryan, has been nasty. He's kind of like people are starting to talk about this guy. Remember who had him first? I have his rookie autograph card. Remember that? Um, game one, Archer gave, was looking good. He's actually looked pretty good. He gave up a bomb to Sal on a – I think it was a hanging slider, I'm pretty sure. And Sal just – has he always been a home run hitter? Have I just like missed this? I know he went off last year and hit like 40-something, which is way up more than he's had, but he's just like a power guy now, huh? even with these dead balls. But that's basically been what's going on with the Twins. They just haven't hit. Their offense isn't bad. Their pitching is actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, the Twins, the Twins, unlike the Blue Jays, they're not even getting guys in scoring position. They are 27th in, in plate appearances with a runner in scoring position in the league. And then they are, they only have three extra base hits in those and their numbers are atrocious. They've only, 
got 14 hits. So, but they're not even getting him in scoring position. That's that's the first issue. I like to go Boxing. to OPS plus, see where they're at. Where are they at? Yeah, they're bottom. They're bottom. They're 89 uh, OPS plus, which puts them right in between. Uh, interestingly enough, the Giants and the Red Sox, who obviously mm. haven't swung the bat well either. Correa not off to a hot start. Buxton got banged up. He's um, back. And then, yeah, I think I think he's is he going to DH tonight or was that last night? Last night, DH. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. They need you know a Kepler, a Gary, a Sano to to have a little bit of a heater, and that could that would really stretch out the lineup. Yeah, Correa's got to get going. Big money. Someone in the chat said that the. The Twins are the grounded into double play Kings. Mm. And I would let you know that they are in third in that. The Cubs are the grounded into double play Kings with 16 so far this year. Bad feeling. Yeah. Jake, you want to tell us about the IL or we got to do Mariners? Yeah. Running Running real long. My my guy, Logan Gilbert, uh, Glass now light. He's he does it again. Maybe not light anymore. Six point two shut piece uh, against the Rangers. And Robbie Ray gets another quality start. Like he's uh, you know, we we had a lot of Robbie Ray. Will he be Robbie Ray? Which Robbie Ray is he? Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray. Um, he's off to a really good start. They win a series against the Texas Rangers. Who, by the way, they're entering Cincinnati Reds territory a little bit. It's it's it sucks that we're have been so right about the Rangers. Sometimes I don't like being right about a team, but we were pretty right uh, about them. But you know what's surprising to me is Mariners have had some guys that have been swinging the bat a little bit. Pitching has been there. I got some stuff on Logan Gilbert. I know one of you is going to talk about him later in the show. I got an Eno Saris take on him. We know we love our Eno takes. Uh, but shout out our guy JP Crawford, 934 OPS right now. Mm. It's the bomb, sweet swing, looking good. And Eugenio, my guy, my lock to stay under 98 and a half RBIs. You got nine. <laughs> you got nine. 130 OPS plus. It's gonna take a lot, but like he's he's looking better than he did with the Reds the last two years. So that's that's nice to see. Cause you go look at his stats. He had two years, I think it was 15 and 16, where he was like incredible, like almost a thousand OPS one of those years. So, you know, he's got it in him. Supple Kelnick. What do you got, Jake? What's going on with him? Um, I think he's been bad. 70 OPS plus he's hitting 154, 227 on base percentage, uh, 333 slug. It's not good. I'm looking. He's got Four walks, 16 strikeouts. You, you don't like to see that. Julio Rodriguez. I know he, people have been saying he's been getting um, really tough calls from umpires. A lot of off-the-plate uh, called strike threes for him. That might be his, you know, uh, helping out that 22 strikeout number. We'll go Mariners, dude. Yeah, there was a couple bad calls on J-Rod. Kalnick, I mean, it's, it, you know, we're finding out who you are as a ball player a little bit. He's still so young, but you know, he had that awful start and then he came up and he got hot. Like, is he a streaky guy? I don't know. That's, that's the thing with young baseball players. We're finding out. Um, go Mariners go Oakland takes three out of four from Baltimore. And that's obvious. 
JP Crawford, don't worry about the errors last night, people. He's an elite no. defender. Got gold. What did you say about the A's? I don't know. Take- we, this is not how the show usually goes. <laughs> We're are, we, so are we very long? Whereas is usually we recap the games, and then we talk about one topic afterwards. Not every single series has is a conversation. Uh, this is it's so over. Long. We just got all the series. We're all we're all remote too, which doesn't help. Um, it's the boys talking ball. Who's I know. The but IL? We're, Let's we're go over an hour. Only one IL. What you Let's got? Let's do it. Oh, my God, what a series it was. The Rays went into Wrigley. The Cubbies, they took game one. Uh, Hendricks, he also got a little help in the bullpen. Uh, Nice outing from him. And then the Rays are going to raise. The Chicago starting pitcher struggles. Stroman got banged up a little bit. Uh, Steele also got knocked around a little bit. Frank Schwindel, Cubs fans, I know you call him Frank the Tank. That's a tough nickname to live up to that energy, but him rounding the bases after he homered was awesome. Wander Franco, you might hear more about him later. He is awesome, awesome. And there's this Ion Hop guy. Ion Hop. It looks like he had the go-ahead RBI single. Uh, I think he does. He has a podcast or something like that. Um, but yeah, Rays take the final two game of set. Try to start getting back to their winning winning ways as they take two out of three. Nice. Way to go, Jake. Happer Happer for king of the world. Best ever. Something like that. Where's Strowman's line? Did he have a bounce back start? Oh, no. Uh -uh. Shit. He got rocked. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's had a tough go so far this year. It's windy. Ray's going to Ray. Ray's going to Ray. I did want to give a shout out. Uh, Keegan Thompson followed Hendricks in game one, 3.2 shutty out of the bullpen. That's a, that's a huge outing. That's a huge modern day bullpen outing. Keegan, another one of those names like Bailey, like never had an, an MLB player with the first name Keegan before. And now we got two. So just, Coming up on the scene, the first name Keegan. Bad aesthetic series, Rays versus Cubs. Those uniforms clash. They just you like you like that. that or more than A's O's? Because I like classic. I like one of the A's O's, but both is a lot going on. I think yeah, depending on what jerseys they're wearing, if they're going like the orange top with the Kelly green top, clash. But if you know they're going traditional garb, I really. I enjoy that color combination. I like orange and, and green together. Reminds me of Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle. McClanahan, a good outing. He's off to a good start this season. Um, and a reminder, Ray's gone race. Suzuki, nasty. Wander Franco, nasty. Some good players in the show right now. Say Suzuki. Go for it, baby. Go off, King. Ready to move on? Got to. Let's do it. What's Who's bringing us the standouts, Jake? Standouts are brought to us by John Boy Media. Uh, go watch Warehouse Game, the one-inning league. I'm at the warehouse right now. How about that? Um, 
the uh, the one inning league's going. Me, Jim, Jack from We Got Ice, the Jolly Bozos. I think that's their team name. And Nikki Cass. You guys might know him as the, the Italian dad guy on the social medias. He's awesome. Uh, I think there's a part of me that didn't want to like him, and I absolutely <laughs> love him. And uh, we, we have a lot of fun. It's good content. Go watch it. Go watch it. Uh, my standout, Trev, or no, Trev, you go first. You did the NL. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with my guy. You guys took pitcher, so I'm going to go hitter here. I'm going Manny Machado, 3-4 the homer, a double, and two RBIs. He just got off to an incredible start this year right now, 433 on base percentage, one daughter OPS. And he's kind of just like forgotten about it. He's already amassed one and a half more. Is that even real? Hmm. How do you even do that in 10 games or whatever the heck they played? Uh, go off. He's only 29 years old. How is that possible? This guy's been in the league since 2012. It's 10 years in the, in the show. He's 29. That's ridiculous. Um, gets a bad rap from a lot of fans. I know he's done some things that are, you know, iffy on the field, some spiking stuff. Maybe the, the Dodgers man. fans don't like him. I get it. Whatever. Um, the Josh Donaldson bat throw thing was interesting. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, but he's a hell of a player, man. Like, and this guy is one of the prettiest, like the sweetest and prettiest looking guys out there. I'm talking about the swing and like even uh, defensively too. Like you just, you watch him play, you're like, oh, that's, that's an elite ball player. So shout out Manny Machado. Love shout. it. Yeah. My standout performers, Logan Gilbert. Yay. Trev teased it. Uh, Logan Gilbert goes 6.2, no runs against the Rangers. But before that, he went five innings pitch, zero runs against the White Sox. So now he's at 11.2 innings, zero runs. He's not striking a lot of guys out, but guess what? He didn't walk a single batter this game or the game before that. And you know, I love that. Trust your D, get weak contact. Keep it moving. Got the same arsenal as last year. Not getting hit that much. Logan Gilbert. Does he need a nickname? Logil. Do they try to call him Logil? I'm worried if they did, we'd say he needs a nickname. Yeah. I'm going to call him G-Baby. Love it. Yeah. He might uh, die. You know, my tid... Oh... My tidbit, you know, Sarah's tidbit was that Logan, the numbers are good, but he's been getting hit hard, a hard contact with Logan. He likes his stuff. Stuff plus, I think, is up on him, but the hard contact is a little too high for Eno. He expects the numbers to come down a little bit. 12 hard hit balls in this game. That's jarring. I've never seen that many on the 12 hard hit balls in this game. Is it, it, That is a lot. D's out there making plays. Yeah. And, you know, if you're out there and making plays in the field, that's only going to make you hit better. So, in a way, he's stirring his offense by allowing the defense to make moves. I'm going to I'm gonna dance ahead, Jake, and just do my award because I'd spent like yeah, 20 hours we'll get researching you out of here, it. Sure. And then I'm leaving, and you guys can finish the show as I drive to the warehouse. Early um, awards. Awards. Whoa. My award is just, uh, it's just uh, you know, bunt. There's, that's the name for it. I just did so much research into bunting because I saw that Houston 
and the Angels games and the Yankees games. And I was like, wait, is the AL bunting more than the NL now without the pitchers hitting? Because we got teams in the AL that are just bunt festivals. So I poured through all the data from the first two weeks, 15 days of last year's season and this year's season and compared a bunch of stuff. So bunt attempts are cut in half in the NL. 163 bunt attempts last year, 89 this year. That's good for baseball. We have more competitive at-bats. They cut it out. Pitcher's not hitting anymore. In the AL, it's the same, 99-95, but some teams are up and some down. The amount of bunt hits is the same exact. Mm. So think about that. When the bunt works and gets a hit, we haven't lost any of those. Literally, what we've lost is failed bunt attempts. We had uh, 13 bunt strikeouts the first 15 games last season. So basically, you were getting a bunt strikeout a game, a little less than a bunt strikeout a game the first two weeks of the season last year in NL baseball. Three this year. So that's down dramatically. So what's the worst outcome for the fans that pay to see a game? A fucking bunt strikeout. Not existing right now. Or an intentional walk. Yeah. At least they don't throw the pitches anymore. (laughs) Um, We had 53 sack bunts in 2021 and 33 this year. And those are distributed evenly between the AL and the NL. So really, the things that are good about bunting... Uh, bunting for a base hit to beat the shift or a push bunt, uh, moving the runner over. They're still happening, but we cut the bad results from bunting in half already the first two weeks of the season. So that's cool. And then, yeah, the Dodgers have one bunt attempt, Chris Taylor, and he got it down and got a single. And that was my favorite tidbit. Like no foul bunt, no missed bunt, no sack bunt. And the Brewers, I, I like looking at the NL teams that love analytics and 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 being smart. The Brewers have one bunt attempt all season because the numbers say you shouldn't bunt. So it's funny to see the smart, the, those teams that love the analytics being like, nope. So yeah, poured into the bunt data today. Has anyone even missed the NL? Like, I haven't heard anybody talk about, man, I miss NL baseball. Have you heard that once? No, it's actually surprising that we haven't heard that. But I guess to your point, James, a lot of it was some silly action with pitchers stepping in the box with zero clue what to do. Just missing bunts. It's absolutely embarrassing that our game turned into that. I mentioned that when we were talking about this. Pitchers, you did this to yourself by stopping trying at the plate. All right, you guys take it home. Seems like uh, our guest just got to the warehouse, so I'm speed over. We're here, yeah. John motivated by the Bronx Bunners this year. It's been happening a lot for the Yankees. Um, inspiring Yankees stuff. Have, Yankees have 11 bunt attempts this year. In the first four, two weeks last year, they had four. Bronx Bunters, babe. Big ass. See, See you James. here, Jimbo. Jake, talk about your standout. I know. Whoa. Who it is. 
players screen. Our first players only episode of the year. Uh, Trev, sometimes you got to go chalk, man. You fill out your March Madness bracket. You see that one seed, Kansas. Sometimes you bring them to the final four. You don't have to have them getting upset by the ninth team in the region. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Six, six innings pitch, zero earn one, earn runs, 12 punches. Had the uh, had a little bit of he had Uncle Jeff Passon tweeting at tweeting out about his performance because he was about to get special special on everyone. Didn't happen that night, and that's fine. Um, and yeah, the the show goes on. Um, I was having some laughs actually with Ashland um, uh, on Hey Y'all, and I was wondering like what we were talking about. What does Mike Trout think of Shohei? Because Trev, I'm going to go baseball mentality on you. You know, Mike Trout sees another hitter and he's like, I'm better than that hitter. I'm Mike Trout. Mike Trout, the hitter, sees a pitcher and he's like, that pitcher's me. I'm Mike Trout. So does he look at Shohei Otani and think that just a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a better hitter than Shohei. I don't want to even have that discussion. I don't even want to have that discussion like stop. Yeah. And I think if Mike Trout faced Shohei enough, Mike Trout would probably have pretty good numbers off him because Mike Trout is a generational type player. Not to say Shohei isn't. Shohei is too. I understand that, but that's because he does both. Now, I don't... If he just focused on one, maybe he would be a generational type hitter or a generational type pitcher, but I think he's generational because he does both, right? Hey, 46 dongs last year, 26 years old. <laughs> Shohei can put your mind in a pretzel still. Uh, but go and, look at Trout's page. Don't forget about Trout. I know. Man. The one daughters that this guy puts up. Like, come on. Don't, um, don't do that just yet, okay? Go Angels, go. Um, in Houston, six shut piece, one hit, 12 Ks. Yup. Okay. Um, just, just for comparison, right? Oh, boy. Don't do it. Joe Hayes at 885 career. His highest was 965 OPS last year. Let's look at Mike Trout. If he ever even had a 965, he's a career one daughter. He hasn't had a, uh, he hasn't had a 965 since uh, 2012 when he was 20 years old in the show. Let's tough just year. not compare them. Yeah, it's a tough year for him. Tough year. Let's, uh, let's keep it dancing, Trev. That's you want to. Yeah, Trout's Trout's an alien, literally. Literally. All right, let's go. What else we got, bro? We got Slump Watch. I got to listen to this crap. Slump Watch. I'll burn through it quick because, I mean, you can't get involved. Um, Can't do this to you. Yeah. Um, Last week, we rode everyone over. Louis Rubber. I'm taking him off. He went two for eight. That's enough for me. We got to get you off Slump Watch. Yeah. Uh, Glaber Torres kind of doesn't deserve to be on slump watch. He's a bench guy for the Yankees right now. Glaber hope I can talk about you later this year. Um, we got the Rosario brothers two for 12 from Ahmed two for eight from Eddie. I know Atlanta really wants to get him going. Um, I might leave a med for now, but they're playing the Yankees and I don't want him to get off slump watch. I'm going to have to revisit that. Uh, B Lau for the Rays, a little two for 10. That's under what he normally does. 
Uh, we could take Bregman off for sure, Beavs. A little three for 11. Um, he's clear. Votto, I kind of, again, Reds, I don't know what to do with you right now. Um, let's take Correa off. Uh, it stinks, but at three for 12, that you don't get claps or anything. Um, uh, Cronenworth stays. Uh, Jay Cronenworth stays. I think Votto, uh, he's kind of the only thing important in Reds land right now, besides their young players. If he's going to keep TikToking and dancing and everything, I want to track that. Um, let's get um, some potential players to add. Mitch Garver, 0 for 12. Scope, Cronenworth, he's already back on. Duval, Yasmani. Let's clear out the Rosario brothers. I'm over it. Nobody really deserved to be off, but, you know, family is family. Um, <clears throat> let's go Lau, Cronenworth, Vado. I'd like Grindal on there because he's not walking, and that's kind of his whole thing. He's not a big batting average guy, but that with that comes the Oh, box. for 11, yes, Monty Grindal. He's going on slump watch. Um, Put Mitch Garver on there. I, I, want, I want to see him start raking. Okay, the guy he's your guy. The prettier swings in the game. He's, he's your guy. Let's put Mitch Garver on there. Um, for now, Scope and Duvall, they, they, they get to dodge the bullet. So rolling into next week's slump watch, B. Lau, Jay Cronenworth, Joey Votto, Yasmani Grandal, and Mitch Garver. And again, we're motivating them to get motivating. off. And they will. Play and the they music, will. BBD. Let's get in fuego. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. This is my territory on fire. Can't wait to end this up. Might fire some stuff up if you know what I mean. Mike Yastrzemski, mm. 5 for 15 with a walk of homer and two RBIs. That's nice. Matt Chapman, who's been really getting it going. Some really nice numbers on the season. 5 for 13, a double in RBI. Seth Beer, our guy, 6 for 14. Took that walk off homer and is really running with it right now. Atta boy. Uh, 6 for 14, a walk, two doubles, and three ribbies. Jesus Sanchez, four for 10, a homer, hit by pitch. Nice, RBI with a walk. Benintendi, haven't talked about him at all recently. Goes four for 11 with a triple. I don't know if that's in fuego or not. Don't really love that. Uh, Nate Lau, Nate Lowe, Nate Lowe. Yeah. Six for 13, a double, and an RBI. Ty France, five for 11, a homer, three RBIs, a double, and a walk. And then Brandon Marsh. Is he the caveman-looking dude on the Angels? He is the caveman-looking dude sure on the is. Angels. Four for eight. Two doubles, three ribbies, and two walks. Those are your people who are in Fuego. Kind of seems light to me, this go-around. Trevitt hasn't been a hit in season so far, dude. Dead balls. Dead balls, I've been hearing about. Speaking of dead that balls, what do we got? Could be next week. Um, I love it, Trev. I think it's award time. I, I know you just kind of ripped through in Fuego. You want to go do we have back an, to Do we back? have an ad here? No, dude. Golf video. We told, we told the people, we told all of our partners, we're like, you know what? There's days that our fans, we're not going to get mad. We're better than that. And today's one of those days. But go actually watch our golf content. Um, we, oh, did yeah. the, we did it at the spring training house. Um, and, dude, it's studs. Like, there's Olsen Chapman. Um, I mean, Happer is out there. Peter Moylan, Jerry Blevins. It's really well-made content, really silly, really fun. If you like baseball, if you think you like golf, even if you don't, you'll like it. So go check it out. 
I believe the um, most recent episode on the JM Baseball channel is Moylan and Blevins teamed up to face uh, Olsen and Pinder. So that's just a, ooh, fun, that's a fun okay. quadruple. Oh, I bet. Yep. I bet. Um, go check out all of our content. Baggage is back. Let's go. Man, a lot of good content. Are- People are so mad at our Inflago list. I don't know who put it together. Manny Machado didn't get mentioned. People are mad about that. Uh, well, Manny Adam got your Frazier. standout. That's Trev, that's what the people need to understand. There's a person that I'm about to give an award to that also could have been on Inflago. So the people need to understand. There's segments for a reason. You know? I don't know anything, bro. You're going to mention J.P. Crawford in? Because I will. Do you want to give your award or you want me to give my no, award? You go first. Trev, I'm giving out the gift and a curse award. Um, mm. I mean, something you know a lot about. Um, Trev, there's a guy. Again, this guy could have been in Fuego. He could have been on Fuego every, basically every episode this year. Isn't he wonderful, Trev? Wander Franco. You know what start he's off to? 392 batting average. A 1.024 OPS. Trev, he is 21 years old. 21 years old in 52 days. You were talking about war before with your guy, Manny Machado, who is in Fuego, but he also got an award. People keep up. Um, Our guy Wanders played 82 games, Trev. He has a four and a half war. He's on path to have over his first 162 have a nine war season. If you're not a war person, that's MVP stuff. That's, I think that's what Otani did last year on both sides of the ball. (laughs) So, uh, and why I say it's a little bit of a curse. I said it when they signed him. I'm super happy for Rays fans that they locked up a superstar for a long time. The curse for me is the Rays are never a flip channel for me. You know, if if I'm watching another game, you know, I usually watch my Yanks go West Coast or whatever game's finishing up. The Rays can sometimes be tough. I want to watch this guy more. I feel like I don't get enough Wander highlights. Um, so if you're a Rays fan and you're putting out some clips or, hey, Rays fans, when Wander does something, start tagging me in it because I don't get enough Wander Franco in my life and I need more of it. This dude has an argument to be like the best young baseball player in the league. He's incredible. I, I love watching him hit. I love watching him play defense. He is uh, – everything he does is just like fast and powerful and smooth all at once. And I don't Same. know how to do that. Yeah, it's not not like watching you play at all. So you're, just, you're a little more stiff than Wander and not as fast mm. and not as strong. But mm. uh, I agree with you. I, I I, d- I haven't seen a lot of race highlights on my timeline. Right? I don't know if it's just like a product of who I'm following. I feel like I follow a lot of baseball. Haven't seen a lot of race stuff. So I agree with you. Wander deserves to be marketed like the superstar that he is. I get it. Like Trev, there should be a, there should be a Twitter account that is like Wander Franco highlights. And I would follow that. There probably is. There's probably like some like, hoodie wander why does everyone have right. a hoodie thing what's up with that is that like a thing i don't know about i don't know I, i'm just afraid we're gonna get boomered so i'd, I'd keep it moving <laughs> hoodie wander they're, they're like you idiots you don't even know what that means 
I don't. I fucking don't know what that means. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, my award, your is, award? The, is the Let the Man Play Award. Now, you know I picked the Brewers hmm. to win the World Series. And I said it's predicated on the fact that I believe on the fact that I believe. That doesn't make any sense. It's predicated on that I believe well, they will go out and make an offies offs deep breath an offensive upgrade go out there and trade for somebody uh, we talked all offseason also about how they needed the big left-handed bat Kyle Schwarber would have fit perfectly into that lineup but you know who they already had there Rowdy mother effing mm. Telez I want them to let this guy play and by all accounts they have I think he's only missed two games uh he's got a 920 ops uh he's already driven in eight three home runs and if you look throughout his career he's really only had one like extended run of at bats and it was when he was really young with the blue jays um 111 uh games there only 400 plate appearances last year he got 325 plate appearances i want to see what this guy can do with 500 plate appearances i want to see what this guy can do with 600 plate appearances. I think this guy has the potential to hit 30 home runs, and I don't even think that's a lot for him. So you're looking for a big bopper, a, a guy that can maybe stick in the middle of your order? Maybe you already have him. Maybe Rowdy just needs the reps and the at-bats to get going, to feel comfortable. A lot of times when you're in a position where like you're fighting for at-bats, if you have a bad series, it, it, you sit, and then it snowballs. But if you know you're going to be playing, more often than not, say you're playing five days a week, six days a week, whatever it is, like it, it gives you a little bit of breathing room to have those bad games where you where you can, you know, get out of slumps quicker, and you know, stay on those hot those hot runs more often. Uh, so I think that this guy, if you're looking around the league, a guy that you want to root for, if you're not a fan of the Brewers, um, you could hate the Brewers. You can't hate Rowdy Telez. You know, you're, if you spend any time around him, he's just a good guy. All the Brewers uh, coaching staff loves to mess with him. He takes it all in stride, uh, and that's all great. He's still got to go do it on the field. He's absolutely done it on the field. He's got a 776 career OPS. I think it's going to go up a lot this year. It wouldn't surprise me when he gets the extended run that he's going to get with the Brewers. So I think they are smart and they realize what they have. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if this guy put up, you know, a high eight OPS throughout the year. Hits 30 bombs, you know, get him into a playoff series, see what he can do. Uh, they needed the left-handed bat. Maybe this is it. Go Rowdy. You go, know what? My guy. You know, I love me some Rowdy Telez. He was one of my picks to click last year with Trevor Rogers. Um, and Rowdy, he just got off to an awful start in Toronto when that Toronto team was trying to go to the next level that they had to make a decision and they decided to punt on Rowdy and Milwaukee, by the way, who went out and grabbed Willie Adamas last year, Rowdy Telez came over and he hit an 814 OPS. If you chop out those 50 games in Toronto, 50 games, which is a small sample size in 2021, his OPS is in the eights career. Um, and he's still a young ball player. Like, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, Rowdy Telez, he, he's got a chance. He's with the right organization and an awesome dude. An awesome dude. Root for Rowdy Telez. 
Um, I was going to say one other thing about Rowdy. Oh, yeah, 30th round draft pick. There's always a soft spot spot in my heart for people who get drafted late like that because you don't get a ton of opportunities the way a first-rounder does. That's the biggest difference in getting drafted in the first round and like the 30th round. Those first-rounders are going to get chances to fail in the minor leagues because of the investment the team has in them. Uh, A 30th rounder, you don't get to fail a lot. If you fail a lot, you, you get cut bottom line so shout out rowdy my freaking guy sacramento california dude uh beebs i think on friday we're ending with the stimulator simulator feels right to me best friend of you the got- week max freed again sure really how could he not went in there and shoved on the dodgers in his hometown like that sandy kofax probably watching him probably Oh, do it, peeps. Doing it. I'm reading matchups to myself, I think. Uh, in the AL, first wild card series, three seed Guardians versus six seed Blue Jays. And I gotta go with the Blue Jays. They are still good. Okay. okay. They'll move on. Yanks, Rays. Man. Hard to imagine that the Yankees are in this spot. I gotta go Rays because they they have they have the Yankees magic. They have the magic against the Yankees. I am reading the wrong segment. That was last week's <laughs> list. We haven't filled this out yet. I apologize. First, Jimmy said he did. Okay. No, no, no. It's the next one. Last week's is just still there, and we didn't do it last week. That's on me. Bad reader. Bad reading. This week, it's Guardians Mariners in the first, and I am going Cleveland. They're hitting a lot right now. It's it's okay. the, It feels like if they're in that spot, come then magic. I don't know. Uh, pick. Other AL pick, A's, Rays. A's are gross. It's the Rays, and it's obvious. Okay. They will go on to face the 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 Rays will go on to face the one seed Angels. And I'm, and I'm going Rays because it's the Rays. It's Angels are there though. Angels are there. Joe Madden Bowl. Joe Madden Bowl. Yes. Uh, man, the rhythm to this is a lot different when I'm reading to myself. Um, so I apologize for for being, being being a little weird. Guardians, White Sox. Eh, wow, I know Central's facing off. It's the White Sox though. It's the White okay. Sox. And then White Sox A's in the or White Sox Rays rather in the CS. And I'm rolling with Trev's White Sox. Now over to the NL, looking at this for the first time. Cardinals Brewers, wow. They're going to face off in the 3-6 bowl. That's awesome. And, uh, man, Brew Crew, they can pitch. They're moving on. Okay. Rockies at Padres. What's all these divisions playing playing each other? Rockies, Padres are the 4-5 right now. I'm rolling rocks. They're hot. Rockies yeah. and Dodgers will face in the next round, and, and this is where the Dodgers will step up. Okay. They they are looking good. They are the one seed right now. And the Mets, first team in baseball to 10 wins. They are moving past the Brewers. Um, okay. So Mets, Dodgers in the NLCS, and, and, and it is the Dodgers right now. Dodgers, White Sox? Dodgers, wow. right, White Sox just crunched those numbers. And now it's Dodgers winning. Wow. 
I think that's a, a great way to start the simulator off. Dodgers winning the World Series against the White Sox. A lot of people will be happy with that World Series. Aesthetically pleasing, two bigger yeah, markets. markets. Nice AJ Pollock, AJ Pollock, Kimbrel right before the oh, season. That'll be fun. Okay. BBD, a beautiful J- stimulation. Jimmy in the chat yelling at us. Apparently, we had the sheet. I don't what. It was sent last week. I felt it was uh it's a tough fight. BBD got there. This is our show, James. BBD yeah. got there. Hey, uh, thanks everyone. We we were juggling a couple balls today because we're doing something pretty cool at the warehouse. Um, but man, baseball a little hot in the streets. I'd say enjoy enjoy your teams this weekend. I I wish them a sweep. I hope your team sweeps this weekend. Trev? Love you guys. Love you, chat. Love you, chat. Love you, chat. Love you, chat.